The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Happy Halloween, everybody. A glorious Monday here in Atlanta. And we are here to talk about it. Buck Baloo Show, Sean Nurney, Adam Gillespie. Got Derek Thomas all uh, behind the glass helping run the show. Good to be back in studio today. After taking Friday off and broadcasting live in St. Simons on Thursday, we've got a lot to get to today. Nerney, so we better get started. Bucks Big Take. The lead today. No, not the Falcons. More on that in just a minute. Come on, man. It's big game week. We've got Georgia and Tennessee knocking heads on Saturday over in Athens. It's going to be number one versus number three, or in some cases, number two. And we'll see how that college football playoff ranking shakes out here in a minute. A battle for the top spot in the SEC East. At stake, a shot at the SEC championship and a spot in the college football playoffs. The atmosphere at Sanford Stadium, man, it's going to be crazy. Hadn't had a big game in Sanford Stadium like this in a few years. The Bulldogs opened as a eight-point favorite. I believe that's where it stands right now, eight-point favorite. And as a Georgia man, man, I'm concerned about three things. Number one, the Vols offense, man, it is electric. Number two, the Tennessee defense has stepped up big time. I mean, it was lousy earlier this season. You saw him play on Saturday against Kentucky. You realize this defense has really stepped it up. All right, number three, Bulldogs have some injury issues, and they've got them on both sides of the ball. Do the Bulldogs have enough to beat them for the sixth year in a row? I'm wondering about that as we sit here on Monday morning. But I can't wait to find out. This one is going to be epic. And there's your big take today. Let's hear from Kirby already after the game, after the victory over the uh, Florida Gators on Saturday. You know, Kirby was busy meeting with the media. And uh, obviously talking a lot about the, the win over the Gators and what went on right there. But, hey, the media didn't waste any time getting a comment from Kirby on Tennessee, who's concerned about defending the Volunteers' pace of play. I think every defensive coordinator across college football is trying to figure that out. And uh, we're all searching. There's no way. I mean, let's be honest. You can you can two huddle, you can three huddle, you can shotgun huddle, you can go against the air, but uh, they do it, and they do it really well. Um, and it's, it's really hard to defend. 
Well, if Kirby and his defensive staff can't figure it out, I don't think any coaching staff in college football can figure out how to slow down the Volunteers' offense. I mean, you got Kirby Smart, longtime defensive coordinator at Alabama. Uh, Glenn Schumann, one of the most underrated coaches, de- defensive coordinators in college football right now. People in the sport know all about Schumann and the job he does, who's replaced Lanning. Got Will Muschamp also uh, working the defensive side of the ball. Man, if those if those guys can't get get it figured out how to slow them down, then nobody can. It's going to be awesome. All right, Nernie, now to the Falcons. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. The first place Falcons. My job, Arthur Smith. Artie, good job, man. Now there's some negativity floating around. In spite of the fact the Falcons are 4-4 and and lead the NFC South. Am I surprised by that? Absolutely. Didn't expect to be here right now. It's a strange game, this football. Uh, But so much to be happy about. Uh, The Falcons, my goodness, I was so thrilled with Arthur Smith, the play caller and game planner, for getting our two first-round picks involved in the game. Uh, The last two first-round picks. My goodness, I was stunned most of the game. Uh, The good job Artie was doing, trying to get the ball to both Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Uh, We have not seen this thus far this season. But he must be listening to the complaints out there. Or he may have come around on fantasy football. Because Pitts was targeted nine times in the game. It's not fantasy football. Had five catches. Drake London, four catches, targeted five times. So no more complaints here. I'm I'm totally thrilled with this. And this is what I was hoping to see from the get-go. The two first-round, last two first-round picks, seeing the ball come their way. Kyle Pitts even scored a touchdown, for crying out loud. Great job, Artie. Awesome job. We're winning at home. Spoke about this a few weeks ago. How awesome is that? Because MBS had become, starting the season, uh, coming off the last couple of years, man, you had plenty of elbow room if you went to a game to see the Falcons play down there. Look at what we've done so far. We've won three home games in a row. We've got the home field edge back. Got the fan base excited again. Showing up in big numbers. Creating an exciting atmosphere to play in. Loving the sight of this. Loving it. And how about my man Marcus Mariota? Delivering big time. Three touchdown passes in the win yesterday. And yet, the biggest play he made came in overtime. It's Mariota with that big run to set up the game-winning points. Completed 12 passes in a row during the game. 20-28, 250, and three touchdowns. Great job, Marcus Mariota. 
You got one fan in this town, and it's me. So the uh, the Falcons, man, making us proud yesterday. Let's hear from Coach Arthur Smith after the ball game talking about the Falcons being in first place. Just had to get the one in D-led. And like I said, Monday, um, or really tonight, uh, you know, you got to look at the uh, tape and we got to get on to the Chargers. But uh, it's hard to win in this league and, and we'll enjoy the win. But there's a lot of football left. Yeah, and the only criticism I had was in a play and safe for the field goal. Almost came back to haunt us. I think it's 31-28, first and 10 from the 18. Panthers just turn the ball over on downs. We go conservative, run, run, run. No thoughts of trying to score a touchdown and ice this thing. Just kick the field goal to go up six. And then we had Dean Marlowe blow that coverage that allowed Moore to catch the touchdown pass of 62 yards and tie the game up. Thank goodness Moore had lost his head in the end zone playing that me, me, me football where he takes off the helmet, gets an unsportsmanlike, look at me, look at me, look at me. Gets a 15-yard penalty, and that sorry place kicker for the Charlotte Panthers missed the extra point. I've, I've never liked it when the coach in these situations plays for the field goal. How about scoring the touchdown, man? Ice the game. Maybe the analytics told him otherwise. Just happy to get the win, D-Led. Oh, yeah, we were happy with the win. Falcons getting a win. We're sending the Panthers back home. Losers. And what a wild finish. Three touchdowns in the final three minutes in the fourth quarter. That was fantastic. Looking forward to the Chargers uh, game next Sunday. Let's go for four in a row at MBS. 10 o'clock hour on the fan brought to you by the Haug Barron Law Group. You're champions of personal injury law. If you need to win your personal injury case, then go to championshiplaw.com. And uh, obviously, a lot of ways to listen to 680 The Fan. You got 680 AM, 93.7 FM. We're streaming online at 680thefan.com. You can actually click and watch the show. Hey, everybody. And then also get that mobile app, 680 The Fan app, driven by Beaver Toyota, the fastest and easiest way to shop online. That's Beaver Direct. For your next car, visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com and see what wow really means. They're going to show it to you. And uh, we appreciate them very much. All right, uh, a lot going on, a, a short time to get it all fit in this one-hour show. Uh, we're going to try to get it done. We want to take your phone calls coming back out of the break, 404-231-1680, whether it's the Bulldogs or the Falcons. Want to hear from you as we come back. Mike Cabin will join me. We'll talk about Vince Dooley and the impact he made on so many people. And uh, we'll talk a little more college football. Got a top five around the corner. Stick around. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY. And there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. 
You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Big Monday on the Buck Blue Show. Glad you're with me. You're on the fans, 680 and 93.7. Falcons in first place, baby. And how about those dogs? Number one. Big game coming up on Saturday. You might have realized this already. Tennessee's going to be showing up. Volunteers are playing some quality football right now. This is going to be epic. On Saturday, want to uh, hear from you, the listener, 404-231-1680, the number. We'll open it up for both Bulldog Talk and Atlanta Falcons Talk. And Jim leads the way here. Jim joins us on 680. Uh, Jim, what's on your mind today, brother? Hey, Buck, congrats on the Hall of Fame. But with the trade deadline looming, who would be available to help the secondary since the Falcons are so banged up? And who's going to be a good fit? Well, look, I'm just hoping we can get uh, A.J. Terrell back in there quickly. With uh, I hope the hamstring is not that big of a deal. Right? But you're right. We're really thin in the secondary, especially at the cornerback position. I just don't believe we've got the trade assets to make that happen, to get somebody in here that's legitimate. We're going to have to give something up. and. You got uh, Mr. Fontenot, the general manager. He would have to deal some draft picks to get somebody in here right now. And those draft picks have been set aside or planned. The plan is to help build the team around those draft picks. So I I don't expect to see anything anything big. There might be a a guy they might be able to get in here for almost nothing, but uh, I'm with you, man. I mean, th- this team needs a little help right now on defense in that secondary. I could see them trading Brian Edwards and picking up some- something, maybe. Well, yeah, let's hold out hope, man, because right now we're in first place in the NFC South, baby. And so uh, it would make sense to, to to try to get something done here. Need a little bit of help. Got to go get it. I don't believe you're going to find it on the street or on the practice squad. So remember, to get something, you got to give something up. Not sure we got a lot to give up at this point in time. Nelson joins us on the fan. Nelson, welcome to 680, buddy. Good morning, Buck. Real excited about the game Saturday. I got two tickets, and I'll be there, baby. I'll be there. Man, that's going to be awesome. You must be thrilled. This biggest game since, I believe, Notre Dame showed up a few years ago. Yeah, really. Uh, I uh, just wanted to ask you what you thought about uh, Tennessee's defense, because that'll be key for us. I think they're ranked 103rd, and uh, I don't know what quality opponents they've played. Uh, I haven't really tracked that, but I just wanted to get your opinion on that. You know, and that was a narrative I was playing even last week, but I've uh, had a change of heart on this one. After watching Tennessee play Kentucky on Saturday, they have absolutely flipped the script on defense. They've gone from, uh, as Barkley would say, terrible 
to now they're playing a really solid brand of defense right now. And I believe most of it is you've got some transfers that needed to play together a little while to get comfortable with each other. And I believe, too, where they're really weak is at the cornerback spot. They're not weak there anymore. They've made some changes. Uh, Brandon Turnage stepped up big time against Kentucky. I believe he had two interceptions in the game. Played at a really high level. Uh, I'm not sure why Turnage wasn't playing like this or getting the playing time earlier in the season. But heading into the Georgia game, number eight for Tennessee is playing some big time ball at that cornerback position. So I think they've they've shored it up. They have flipped the script. Uh, they're they're not terrible on defense anymore. And just watching Turnage play the game, look, if you got recruited to go to Alabama, and he did, and he went to Alabama, transferred to Tennessee, then you're a player. This guy has uh, really helped him. I, I think their defensive line is. Uh, is deep and is strong. Got some big dudes up the up front. They got some really athletic linebackers. Mitchell, Beasley, Banks, really impressive. Uh, they, they've got the cornerback situation solved, as I was talking about, apparently. Uh, this defense is, is not bad anymore. They're playing a, a really strong brand of defense. Uh, Joseph joins us on 680. Hello, Joseph. Hey, Buck. Um, listen to you for a long time, and I'm not disagreeing completely with what you just said, but I, I think ten, Tennessee has benefited, benefited a lot from playing at home uh, when it comes to their defense and how they've played just because of the fact that struggling with the uh, offensive line, struggling with communication because it being so loud. And Kentucky, to me, Kentucky was a little bit paper tiger coming into the year. They were good on and they got some of the skill guys you need, but they're good at all. And I think between the noise Saturday night that they had to endure in a 105,000-seat stadium uh, and just the fact that they weren't that good, it, it caused them issues and problems. And Le- Levis, I mean, he looks – I mean, he's the prototypical-looking quarterback for the NFL, I guess. But some of the decisions he makes, two of those interceptions he threw were, were terrible passes. I mean, I, I, I just was like, what is he – who is he throwing to, and what is he throwing to there? Um, I, I just think that their 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 defense is better. Don't get me wrong, but I think the first true road game for them this week. I I don't think playing. No offense to Pitt, I don't think Pitt's anything like playing in Sanford Stadium. And I yeah. eleven a.m. kick at LSU. That you know as well as I do. That's nothing like a three thirty or or seven p.m. kick. I, I I think this. I think they're in for. <laughs> A, a war Saturday that George is going to give them. And it's, it's you know, between the fans playing on the road, I, I, I'm looking at about an eight-point victory with the, with the line says. Yeah, we appreciate the call. I certainly hope it turns out that way. You're, you're exactly correct as it relates to playing on the road in the SEC in a venue like Sanford Stadium that's going to be electric on Saturday. Tennessee, uh, they have not faced anything like that this season. So that should advantage for the Georgia Bulldogs. However, I think they're better personnel-wise than you're thinking they are. Uh, defensively, I just broke it down for you. They have flipped the script. They're playing at a higher level right now. Offense, offensively, they've got Cedric Tillman back, their go-to wide receiver. 
So I don't believe you're able to lock down on the breakout player in college football this year and wide receiver Jalen Hyatt, who continues to thrive. So that's going to help them balance their, uh, their targets over there at the wide receiver spot. Their scheme, too, is a problem. Kirby, you already heard on this show earlier, uh, Kirby talking about the scheme offensively. They're going to line those wide receivers up really wide. They're going to be out there by the sideline. They're so wide. And they're trying to stretch the defense horizontally, which opens up some more opportunities to run the football. They're not just a passing team. They're going to spread you out to run it a little bit. So this defensive staff for Georgia is going to have to pull off their best coaching of the season coming into this game on Saturday. Can't wait to see it. It's going to be awesome. And uh, Tennessee flying high, man. I mean, my goodness, it's been 20, 24 years since the Tennessee Volunteers were number one. They beat Georgia on Saturday. They're number one. This is the highest ranking in 17 years for the Volunteers. Guys like Steve West, they're having trouble going to sleep right now. They're so excited about what they're seeing out of the Volunteers. In the orange deck. (laughs) They have beat five ranked opponents this season, including Big Bad Alabama. No other team in college football has done what they've done so far this year. The lowest scoring output they've had this season, 34 points at at Pittsburgh. They've scored 30-plus 11 games in a row. Now, the encouraging thing is the last time they scored less than 30, it was against Georgia last season, scoring 17 points. Bulldogs have whipped them five times in a row by an average of 28 points a game. They've won 10 of the last 12. Last time the Vols won in Athens, 2016. You might remember that when Kirby does. And they're looking to continue that trend of uh, beating up on Tennessee. But this is going to be exciting, man. This is going to be really, really exciting. And it's uh, a great week here at 680 The Fan, too, because... The biggest football game in decades heading to Athens, and so are we. 680 The Fan, we're kicking off the big Georgia-Tennessee game this Friday at Creature Comforts Brewery with an Athens takeover. We're going to kick things off with my show at 10 a.m. and then roll through midday with Cellini and Domino and then keep the fun going with Chuck and Chernoff from 2 to 6, all live from Creature Comfort Brewery. And I want to invite you to stop on by and see us this coming Friday as we broadcast from 10 to 6. It's going to be awesome. And I'll tell you what I like, too, is doing this top five on the show. The best in college football and the NFL. It's time for Buck Baloo's Top 5. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, Buck, let's kick this off. Really? A a quiz on Monday. Okay. First, I want you to drop your college football top five. All right, I got Georgia back at number one after taking a week off. Dominated Florida. Except for a, a few minutes in that third quarter. Dominated. Georgia back at number one. 
I've got Tennessee number two. Rocky Top looking good right now, brother. Just uh, body slam Kentucky. That thing wasn't even close. Got Ohio State three. Took down Penn State. Alabama's number four for me. Come on, some people have a number six. Come on, man. Alabama's four on my list. I've got Michigan five, although I did think about TCU. I did uh, consider them, so I'm going to go Wolverines five. Uh, Gave consideration to TCU and barely thought about Clemson. I'm not sold on Clemson anymore. So Georgia 1, Tennessee 2, Ohio State 3, Alabama 4. I've got Michigan 5. All right, Buck. Moving on. Want to know, after uh, coming off of Week 9, who was your player of the week? I'm going MJ Morris. Player. Quarterback at NC State. He's a freshman. They've had some injury problems at the quarterback position. So they turn to the former Carrollton High School quarterback who attended the Buck Blue quarterback camp. And M.J. Morris came in and lit it up. Three second-half touchdown passes. Led him back from a 21-3 deficit against the Hokies. He went 20-29 for 265 and three touchdowns. You think Morris learned anything at the Baloo camp? I hope so. M.J. Morris, proud of you, man. Great job. Yeah, players coming out of the Buck Blue camp. I like to see that. Well, you know, we got that great staff oh, yeah. in place that Absolutely. was doing some outstanding coaching. All right, Buck. Let's uh, Joe Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Joe, uh, uh, a great job Joe does. Are you going to find m- much better uh, college football quarterback teaching you than, than Joe Ham? Well, we got a few that maybe are on their way. Well, that's impressive. Well... Maybe one day we'll see them, some of those players in the oh, NFL. Yeah. We're jumping out outside of college football here in the top five. Yeah, Excited, I like it. Okay. What NFL team impressed you the most this week? San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, okay. That's a good answer. I mean, goodness, I see the Eagles at 7-0, and and I'm impressed. Oh, absolutely. I'm impressed. I see the Vikings at 6-1. and I'm not that impressed. Okay, that's a, that's a solid football team. Maybe not that's super solid, flush. yeah. I don't expect them to go to the Super Bowl. Fair enough. Uh, Cowboys at six and two, they don't impress me. They're good. Uh, Giants at six and two, they don't impress me. We'll hold out on that one, yeah. I tell you, the 49ers, though, uh, the deal to get McCaffrey in there has jump started this team. He looks like he's having fun. Good for him. Man, he threw for a touchdown, he caught a touchdown, and he ran for a touchdown. I mean, just think about how much more fun he's had the last two weeks than he was doing the last two years, we'll say. Seriously. Uh, Wait until they get Debo Samuel back. Ooh, man. They don't son. even have access to him and right George now. George Kittle, personally one of my favorite players in the entire NFL. I uh, like their defensive line. Uh, went healthy. Yeah, I tell you what, the Eagles may be 7-0, and but I think the best team in the NFC right now is the San Francisco Ooh, 49ers. That's a hot take, Buck, and I like it. And I wouldn't mind seeing those two teams play uh, in the playoffs, maybe well, an NFC championship. Uh, at this rate, Falcons are going to be hosting their own uh, playoff game. So we'll see. All right. Who knows? <laughs> if the 49ers can't win their division, we might see the Falcons hosting the 49ers. All right, Buck. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? Oh, yeah. Reveal your game day grade for our two favorite quarterbacks around here, both Stetson Bennett and Marcus Mariota. Give them a grade on their games this weekend. An A. Okay. There you go. 
an A for Stetson Bennett. And I'm just still stunned a little bit that people haven't come around on Stetson. There's still a lot of criticism out there on Stetson Bennett. And I'll tell you what, fans are going to be fans. And I know a lot of the fans not really up to speed on quality quarterback play. Like, for example, Stetson threw that perfect ball to Blaylock. Couldn't have been thrown better. Blaylock caught the ball. And then Florida, the defensive back, stripped it away from Dom as they came to the ground. And do you know, listening to some of the fans and some of the media, that was Stetson Bennett's fault? That's just unbelievable. How about the deep ball Mariota threw uh, to Bird yesterday? I mean, hung it up deep, man. Gave him a chance for the big play. And Bird let him down. Yeah, he's got he's to help out I mean, a little bit on that. Sometimes the receiver has to turn into a defensive back. Granted, Demir Bird's like my size. So but that's... do you know a lot of the fans in the media blame that on Mariota? I just don't get it. I get both of them an A. Well, there you go. A's for uh, the quarterbacks, the local quarterbacks this weekend. All right, Buck, finishing up the top five. We know you give us uh, picks near the end of every week. How would the two picks go this week? Uh, one and one. Won the college pick. I thought I thought it was a no-brainer Thursday when I made it, and it turned out to be so. Arkansas covering and taking down Auburn. That was the easiest pick on the board, if you ask me. And that's why I went with it. I also went with my Atlanta Falcons, and they, they let me down a little bit. They didn't cover. Glad they won. Wish we had put the boot on the throat. Gone for the touchdown and settled, just settling for a field goal. But, uh, hey, we won. I'll take it one in one week this week. Top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Yeah, man, and we got the foul. We got the Chargers showing up this weekend at uh, MBS and already looking forward to seeing the Falcons take them down and win their fourth straight home game. 680 The Fan, Harris Cherokee Casino and Resorts and Tailgate Central Dirty Bird Tailgates is going down this Sunday, a free tailgate. Have you not heard about these? The party is at Marietta Street and Centennial Olympic Park Drive before each Falcons home game. So we'll go from 10 to 1, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, come on by, it's free. Uh, tickets are free while they last. you got to be 18 to attend. So to get your tickets, you got to go to 680thefan.com slash tailgate central. Huge thanks to Corona, Modelo Especial, Larceny Bourbon, Harris Cherokee Casino, WNB Factory, Georgia Power, Stewart's Spiked Seltzers, and Lidl Food Market. Yeah, man, we got a lot going on this week. Some big games both in college and the NFL. Nerny, is it time for the Bulldog Roundtable? The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, far side line, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. How Glaw Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. 
Well, let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line and bring on one of my favorite people in the world, Coach Mike Cavan. And uh, Coach Cavan, the Director of Football Administration at the University of Georgia, former Vince Dooley quarterback and assistant coach. Spent a lot of time with Coach Dooley, and we're all hurting. Coach, with the loss of Coach Dooley, uh, heard the news this past Friday driving back from St. Simons, and it took my breath away. Uh, Coach, how are you feeling uh, about it right now? I mean, my heart goes out to Barbara and the kids at this point in oh, time. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Buck. You know, it, and I think we all, Coach Dewey uh, led a, a great life. He, he had a great life. And, you know, it's uh, uh, we are all, all are hurting from, you know, the loss. But, you know, it was uh, it was coming. And I think we all knew it in the last few months that it was coming. But, uh it still doesn't make it any easier, but you know, it, it was uh, coach uh, touched a lot of lives, man. There's no question about that. He was an influence on a lot of people, and over the gosh, his 40 years here has been was unbelievable. And uh, 25 years as head football coach, I don't think you'll ever see that anymore. I think those days are over with. But uh, he, like I say, tremendous uh, influence on, on a lot of lives and on mine. You know, I, I played for him uh, like you did, and then. I coached here for 13 years with him, so it was uh, it was uh, it was a great time for me. Great learning experiences. Hopefully, I I learned some valuable lessons from him, and I know I did, and uh, hope to use those the rest of my life. Coach, uh, I'm I'm looking at, at Coach Dooley's tenure, and I'm thinking uh, the greatest bulldog. 25 years as a head coach, 25 years as athletic director, but it didn't stop there. The last 18 years, he's been a great ambassador for the University of Georgia. I'm looking at a 50-year, 59-year span that he impacted the program. I don't think anybody's done that. No, uh, you're right. There's no question about that. He he did after after he you know after he was not the athletic director anymore, and he was out of that part. Of, he did. He he became a tremendous ambassador for for the university and. Uh, uh, did for, you know so many good things? Good, you, you can't list them. Uh, you know, I just, I, I just marvel at uh, all of his accomplishments, uh, all the things he meant to people, and uh, the main, you know, the main thing about Coach Dooley was is that uh, you knew when you when you went out on the field you were going to be prepared, and you knew it as a, as a player and a coach. You know, he he didn't. He he did a great job in preparing everybody for every situation you could be in. Uh, and I think that's what led to his success, the, the great success he had. He he was well prepared. You know, it didn't matter who you played; it was we always prepared the same way. He was he was amazing doing that. Coach, my uh, first thought when I think of Coach Dooley is integrity. Uh, th- this business is full of uh, <laughs> shysters, and I was always amazed at the integrity that he showed day in and day out, and. No question about uh, you know, that. I, I, the last time I got to see him was the uh, the Georgia Vanderbilt game, 13 days prior to him passing away. And he, he was coming to sign his books at the UGA bookstore. And I saw him and I went over and, and put my arm around him and said, Coach, you should be home resting. And he said, well, Buck, I've made a commitment to be here. I mean, to the very oh, yeah. end, he was showing great integrity. Well, there's no doubt about that. You know, he he's... Uh, uh, Stayed in this business a long time and, and never wavered on that. He was always the same on that. He he never 
that that part of him never wavered, and, and that's the thing. Uh, people of great integrity it never does waver, no matter what the situation. And it, it didn't with him. He was uh, he was of the highest integrity his entire life, and uh, and I think that's why he influenced so many people. You know, because you knew when he told you something, he meant it, and he was going to stick with it, and he wasn't going to change. That that was the thing about Coach. He wasn't going to change. <laughs> he, he 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 told you something. That was it. And uh, now he would he he would uh, he may not tell you right when you wanted to hear it. But he'd think about it, and then, he'd, and then he'd make his mind up what he wanted to do, and then that was it. That, that, that was – you didn't need to come back to him anymore. That that part was settled. What impressed you about being on his coaching staff? He, obviously, in Hall of Fame uh, coaching career, and as you sat in those coaches' meetings, what, what was impressive to you? Well, I think the things I mentioned earlier, the preparation, you know, it never changed. And, and you know, it, it didn't matter who we were playing. And I think that's – I think that's a, a, a great attribute that, that, that Kirby has too. That you know, your preparation's the same. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You know, everybody talks about uh, this week for us here at Georgia and Tennessee. It's no different than any other week. You know, we're pre- pre- preparing the same way, and that's what Coach did. He and, and I really did. The thing I really liked about him as being an assistant coach there with him so many years was he let us coach. Now. If he didn't agree with some of the things, he would come in in meetings and would get it straight. But he let us coach on the field, and uh, and that was the, I enjoyed that aspect of it. And, but he, the preparation again, I go back to that. He was always prepared for every practice, every game, every meeting we had. He knew what he wanted to accomplish, and then that's what we set about to do. And he was uh, amazing at that. That never changed. That was. I was with him, like I say, a long time, and uh, didn't matter what he did, he was going to be prepared. And, and it, it was certainly in football, he was that way. Coach, we appreciate you, and uh, appreciate you coming on and sharing with us a little bit today about our loss. Well, uh, uh, Buck, I, I'm glad to do it. Uh, you know, like I said, he meant he meant so much to so many of us, and, uh, and we're going to miss him. And, but at the same time, uh, uh, we're going to remember him too, and, and remember what he what he was for this university, and what he was to all of us individually. And and like you say, you know, a heart goes out to Barbara and all the all the kids, and you know they they they, they I know they're going through a tough time right now. But uh, we just need to keep them in our prayers too. Coach, thanks so much for your time. Now let's let's go get Tennessee Saturday. All right, Buck. Talk to you, buddy. Mike Cabin thanks. joining us here on the Buck Blue Show. We appreciate him very much. He, I was on Coach Cabin's staff down at Valdosta State. Uh, Nernie knows that. I don't think many other people do, though. And uh, always respected and loved Mike Cabin too. All right, coming back on the other side, got a little college football nugget. There's another big game we'll talk about. It's the Buck Blue Show here on the Fan 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Fans, 680 and 93.7. We appreciate you. Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. Kirby Smart Press Conference coming up at noon. We'll broadcast that live as we do every single week. Thank you, Buck. We're the sports talk home of the Georgia Bulldogs. We're also uh, dominating, too, as far as Friday night high school football as we get closer, one step closer to the state playoffs coming up soon. And uh, we got the final week of Friday Night Football powered by Georgia Power coming up on Friday. I want you to tune into the fan and the fan app and listen to the Friday Night Football Game of the Week. We've got a great matchup this week. North Gwinnett Bulldogs taking on the Norcross High Blue Devils game at 7.30. We've got the pregame show at 7, the Georgia High School scoreboard show and bracket reveal show with Mooneyham West and Brandon Joseph and Adam Baum going to follow the game. So I want you to check it out coming up on Friday, the Friday night football game of the week and the Georgia High School scoreboard show are powered by Georgia Power and presented by Truist, Marco's Pizza, University of West Georgia, and Fox 5 Atlanta. I've got a nugget. Mm, tasty. Time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Want to talk about the other big game here in the deep south. Alabama. Traveling to Baton Rouge to take on the LSU Bengal Tigers. Alabama on a five-game win streak. And in this rivalry, they've won 10 of the last 11 against LSU. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. Oh, under the lights down at Tiger Stadium. Look out. LSU's playing some really good football scene since their loss to Tennessee. They've taken down Florida and Ole Miss. And Jaden Daniels, their quarterback, has been lighting it up. Last two games, 73% percentage uh, completion percentage. Five touchdowns, no interceptions. And if you're not paying attention, he's going to pull that ball down and run with it. Hurt you there. Uh, Crimson Tide, a 13-point favorite right now. And they had a bye week to get ready for this matchup. A little extra time as the Tide tries to rebuild their confidence with the pollsters out there who have dropped them down a win Saturday over an LSU team playing very well. Be a big step in restoring the confidence to the people voting in these polls. So a a huge game for Alabama. And there's your nugget. That's going to be a good one too, man. All right, final word. Wanted to spend a minute talking about my coach, Vince Dooley, who passed away Friday, 90 years old. I told you may have heard the conversation with Coach Cavan, spent a few moments with him 13 days ago, and he talked about making an appearance at the bookstore because he made a commitment. Man of integrity, coached us all up tough. Now, he was demanding, and you know, I really appreciated that. 
He hired an awesome coaching staff. Irk, Coach Cavan, just to mention a couple of them. I respected Coach Dooley from day one uh, on the recruiting trail because he wasn't making all these outrageous promises that I just never believed anyway. He basically said, come to Georgia, help us win. And that's all I needed to hear. He was good to me. And recently, he took the time to tell me that he was proud of me and the job that I've done in the radio business. I was blown away. Couldn't believe it. So thankful. So meaningful to hear something like that. You know, normally you hear you're a bum. He was proud of me. Wow. Heart. Thoughts and prayers go out to Barbara. I'm not the only ex-player that absolutely loves Barbara Dooley. Love her and appreciate her. Heart, thoughts, and prayers going out to Barbara, Daniel, Derek, Deanna, and Denise. I believe that Coach Dooley, the greatest Bulldog ever. 59-year run of making an impact at UGA. He will be missed but never forgotten. That's going to do it for the Buck Blue Show today. Got Nick and Chris coming up next. Stick around. More to come on the fan on this big sports week here in Atlanta. We'll uh, be with you tomorrow. Have a great Halloween tonight. And be back Ooh. 10 o'clock sharp tomorrow. It's the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Thank you, Buck. Okay. Thanks a lot, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia.